maybe service year or something like you say, I like um, I'm so used to staying stay with, your parents. with my parents like I like cope outside I think this one I'll start crying that's oh, me, I want to come home oh, I'll be safe that's why you start being emotional I swear to God but I know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Madame Alam a few minutes it's like 10 minutes past 8 like and then my boss told me to knew that see me then I was so emotional I want to just tell me all this and I just start crying <laughs> so <laughs> as I cried on the road people now saw me say hey, yeah, hey, yeah, madame yeah, alarm now forgive her forgive her <laughs> my, my, my boss was just like see her house here see her house here see her alarm forgive her maybe she may do something <laughs> forgive her like it, guys was- not seeing where the country is going like minimum wage is how much again 30,000 <laughs> have you what I'm looking for where you work like they'll ask you what, what do you want to do with English and literature studies Certificate. Betty, what do you want to do with your certificate? What? what do you want to do with your certificate? I'll just finish the jacket of my parents. I've done it for you, Mama. I did it for you. I did it for you, Mama. I swear. That's what I write on my shirt. Mama, I did it for you. Because really, really, my mom will always tease me and she'll be like, oh, teacher, ah, lecturer. Very so I'm looking forward to it. It was. Thank God. Every exam I start there, I'm like, I, I rethink my life choices. I'm like, <laughs> how? Why in God's name did I pick English and literary studies? <laughs> I should have just done. Hey guys, hello. Welcome back to another episode of All Laughs and Talks podcast. My name is still Ihyama. And my name is still Betty. <laughs> and today we have our first guest, Drum Rose. Class. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, we have our first guest today, and she's here with us. Okay, hi guys, hello everyone. My name is Ngen, and I'm on All Loves and Talks podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I like how she's smiling. She's I know, right? She's just glowing. You need to see how she's looking. Oh, oh my sh- god! I mean, I could just if I was a girl, I'd just like please drop your number for me. Can you imagine this girl? Oh my no, god. I mean, god. Yeah, so so today we're going to be talking about being a Christian in this being a Christian in this generation. This Gen Z world. Gen Z world. Are you Gen Z? Yes, I am. Yeah. Are you basic? Yes. Yeah, Isn't it from nineteen ninety seven to like 2012. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard. Normally, it's hard, like, to be, like, confirming to... To not confirm, sorry, mm-hmm. to the standard of this world. So, how have you been doing it? Okay. So, basically, the standard of this world is very different from the standard of God. And so... Like the best thing I'll just say is the renewal of your mind. Exactly. When you come into Christ, it's not as if you forget how to sin, or it's not as if you forget how to not be a Gen Z, or the Gen Z vibe is not going to be around you anymore. Exactly. So the thing is just by the renewal of your mind and choosing to follow Christ every day. So that is just what it is. And the thing is, if you identify as a kingdom person, as a child of God, you cannot do the things of the world. That is like you saying you're an American and then you want to do things like a Nigerian or you want to act like a Nigerian in America. Even though, exactly, you have to choose. So it is is hard. I won't lie every day. It is hard, but then, exactly, but then the thing is that I feel like each day you decide to do the things of God, each day you decide to instead conform into the image of Christ, all these other things do not become 
tasteful anymore yeah. to you yeah. like as in it's not just it doesn't look alluring. it doesn't yes it doesn't look good you're not like your body does not even want it yeah, anymore so that is where you know that your spirit is now controlling your flesh oh, holy spirit exactly and it's not I know it's a struggle because it yeah. has been a struggle for me. And there's this nice song on Twitter where people that actually, children that grow up in very religious homes, because I grew up mm-hmm. in like a very religious home, mm-hmm. they actually grow up with a lot of identity crisis because they're like, mm-hmm. Am I a Christian or am I really? Because when you leave your, your parents' house, <laughs> nobody's now, telling you what nobody's to do. Nobody's telling you wake up by 6 a.m. to pray. So yeah. you're not like, Am I really a Christian because my parents forced me? Or am I a Christian because I want to? Because mm-hmm. when I first moved, like, out of my parents' house, all of that, mm-hmm. staying alone okay. on my own. Okay. Nobody would tell me, like, for, like, months, I was not going to church. And, like, <laughs> in, you know, Jensen was so Nobody's going to church. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. just going about their mm-hmm. day, yeah. day and all of that. So I was but confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, am I really a Christian or... Mm-hmm. Am I just serving God because my mother is? Yeah, because they made you go to church. church, It was a norm and all of that. So, but I think it took me a lot to later discover what that Christianity is not that you show, Mm -hmm. is that you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not that you show that. Oh, this is because. I think when we were growing up, there was a lot of hypocritical Christians. Yes, because in 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 church then with my mom, it's a thing for women. Your daughter has to be um teenagers leader. This one oh, have to be doing something in church so they can, okay. you know, maybe a, a chorister mm-hmm. or shout or something. And then, yeah, always like, must I be something? Okay. <laughs> must, I, must I be something? <laughs> exactly. Because I know, like, most of the teenagers then they were all, you know, doing all that stuff because we were in school together. Oh, okay. And but our parents could not see through that. Yeah. We that are you know, that we could see that this yeah. thing is just I just guys we're and all of that. So mm-hmm. now I think people shame people that are like God girls on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about that. I, you know, I, I've been in so many situations <laughs> where I have people like, oh, these girls who they serve God, they, they do not, they square past. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah you people know, have that mindset. Some people that, okay, because I maybe I go to church. Yeah. Uh, maybe all the time more than mm. you, you just go on a Sunday and yeah. then because I'm mm. going almost every time you're like I beg you and it's church thing church yeah, and that's that, that kind of because when I post that kind of thing, thing church 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 you know they post another thing you know they post me you know they yeah. like, oh, go church pass wow. that kind I, of stuff you can't I've get a wicked lifestyle like, yeah. they will not try like, to put something and this NS honestly they were like yes, you post money and you're very and then you're wicked you have to do that People do that. So it's hard for people to now identify as, identify as a, a Christian. Christian. The thing is, one thing I have realized is that being a Christian is not a religion. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, like it's, a lifestyle. it's a lifestyle. And so talking about like young people, we being with our parents and then we go to church, they're telling us what to do. They're telling us wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. prepare, follow me to church. You sit down with them, serve all those kind yeah. of things. I understand all that and honestly all that is not does not bring true Christianity. It just brings religion and it just leads to practice and people just acting like in front. Yeah. Let me just do I, it. So let me just do it. Exactly. That so that people will say also that my mommy will be pleased or something. <laughs> but then thing. you can find God for yourself. Yes. That is the thing. But that's the struggle. Finding God for yourself. Because I think I've had this struggle. That's why this stuff is kind of important to me. Yeah. When I was going up, I'm like, is God even really safe? Like, because yeah. when I see people going to the street and they're like, ah, yeah. oh, I'm like, it's fake, bro. Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even speaking? Like, what? I, I saw that struggle. I was like, this yeah. is fake, I beg. This vision is not real. Like, yeah. I beg, I beg, I beg. It's not like, I'm like, if it's real, let me experience. Let me hear. Let me go. Like, so, Pastor, come and say, God said to me mm. that this is like, this God can't said, really. like, you cannot talk to me. You cannot talk to me. Like, talk to me. Like, I had to have that like, encounter mm. for myself before yeah. I was like, oh, God is real. God is really, 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 really real. Yeah. So, this just a small backstory. See, yeah. before we end this podcast, I must come out <laughs> two or three souls to Christ. <laughs> More than two or three. <laughs> I know what I, when I was in secondary school, because I went to Padding School. And then there's this time we usually have prayers. 
we just come out in the midnight and pray. Then people will say, I'm seeing something. I'm seeing, you know that body house stuff that somebody will say, I'm, so, I just saw a woman. I just saw something. I was so scared. There was a time they asked all of us to like, if you know you're not able to contain what you see, tie your eyes. Almost see me. They did that I tied my eye. I tied my eye. They were praying, praying, praying. I'll just be asking somebody. Should I remove it? Should I remove it? Should I remove it? No, no, don't remove it. Anything that happens to you, you will take it. You open your eyes. Anything that happens to you, you will take it. I have to tie my eyes while I close one eye. Like, I mean, for the day that I had, I actually saw something. They don't come believe me. What did you say? They don't come believe me. I was so scared. I don't know if it's honestly, I don't know if it was imagination or I don't know. But you know that when you're so scared of something and then you now see something in the dark and you're like, Jesus, and he's not here. I heard voices laughing. They're laughing at us. They're laughing at us. Let's go. I mean, but I know during deliverance service in church, then they will tell you that if you know that your spirit is weak, the spirit from this person's body will enter your body. Close your eyes, focus, focus. If you look, all those turning around like they are now struggling, I'm like, no, I think it's fear, and I think now what makes Gen Z different from the religion we saw growing up is that. Now there's no pretense. There's a spotlight yeah. on everybody. If you yeah. fake Christianity, this how long that you can fake yeah. it? Yeah, people still know. Yeah. Exactly. This is just a front. And let me give it up. So even if you do Christianity for aesthetics, for like your page, mm-hmm. or like that's your branding, I mean, mm-hmm. Christian girl, all of that. Mm-hmm. As a point you will get to, you get tired because yeah. then maybe you you have something you are doing that you are scared of not coming out, or you mm-hmm. are doing something that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Up. And now, well, the point I'm trying to make is that the difference between that Christianity and this Christianity is that we don't live in fear anymore. Yes. Because growing up, my mom is have all these trans village people they are doing, they want to kill us. They want to do this, this, <laughs> yeah. this. Your father people are evil. There is somebody in the church, there is this. Pastor Salvation, bring this, holy water, yeah, uh, bring this. Like, that's one thing I love about this Gen Z. Like, the struggle I was having, I just realized it wasn't about Christianity. It was yeah. the church I was going to that I didn't like. Uh, you sit in church and you're lost. All the pastor will preach about is that somebody is doing you. I'm like, what is they my life? Exactly. Your, your mother, your, your father, your uncle. I mean, see the one point I think that I can something I can really point to that is very different, and God is like that is what God wants us to know in this generation and beyond. Is our identity in Christ. Yeah. If you know who you are and who's you are, like who you belong to, you will not. There are some kind of prayer you will not pray. Yes, like, this like yeah. are I you? What exactly do you read the Word of God? <laughs> why are you afraid of which wind from oh, my yeah. father's house? <laughs> it is goodness and mercy that follows <laughs> me, not yeah. which oh, is so that. exactly so. Like that is the difference. Um, difference between like the prayers and the whole religious setting, and like us now. Yeah. I feel like the church and young people are coming to more into their identity in Christ, yeah. and I feel like that is what God is really showing to people. The spirit of God yeah. is really showing to people and making people understand what they are in Christ Jesus, what Christ has done for them, mm-hmm. and not necessarily religious practices, mm-hmm. because you can practice religion like yeah. you can go to church on sunday you can be part of a workforce in church mm-hmm. you can maybe if you are catholic you can be baptized you can be confirmed you can have all this process you have your card filled with everything you go for yeah. confession do this do that well, you do no everything encounter. there's no encounter you don't know no, what I mean, you're doing no you are just exactly you are just doing and you're just doing and you're just doing and you don't know what you are doing mm-hmm. so i feel like I know that the spirit of God is just revealing himself and I, the true identity of the children of God to themselves. Yeah. So that is the main thing. Because if you know your identity, you will know how to work with God. Mm-hmm. You yeah. will know how to behave. And you, you will know what to do and what not to do because you have his spirit mm-hmm. inside of you. So it is just a mind shift. Yeah, exactly. It's a mind shift, it's a mind shift and not just a whole lot of practices and things that you have to do and they've asked you to do rules i think that's one thing aside all the disadvantages that gen z have that's Mm. one thing i love about them because i've been to like a lot of churches and i had to settle in this church in calabar this 
city church calabar okay. because i feel like they preach what you can practice in your daily life no yeah. more of your father people your this that that and all of that, oh, all of that. Exactly. and it that just gives you <laughs> yes it's not the gospel <laughs> it just gives you a straight <laughs> message you yeah. can like every time i have something that's in my mind that i'm bothering about maybe school mm. maybe work maybe mm. personal issue mm. there's this sunday i have i was having issues with my friends in the compound my neighbors and all of that mm. we were um, arguing about something and it led to like a big fight and we still go to the same church so all of us mm. now went to church surprisingly that was friendship day in church and they were preaching about friendship mm. so mm. as now we're just preaching about it locks everybody mm. was just staying at each other like <laughs> And we just came out of church, we just laughed yeah. and we just like hug it out and okay. everybody just went home. Okay. To me, I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's no, supposed to like me show you how to be like a manual for life. Mm-hmm. It's not like, yo, I've not, I didn't see any way or any place in the Bible where Jesus preached about your father people doing this. I had to learn this thing. I had to learn this thing and go home. I'm like, teach my mom. Like yeah. stop this, your father people, your mother people. <laughs> Don't be going for all these prayers anymore. Yeah. I had to yeah. learn all this thing in church and go back yeah. home and be preaching yeah. for her every time. And she actually called me one day and she was like, "Since I stopped praying all this, my father people, your mother people, all this thing, yeah, I have different, peace different. like in my heart, and I'm not bothered about anybody doing yeah. it." I'm like, yes, but you just know God for yourself, and that's like the gospel. But then this generation, I feel like there are more temptation. To overcome than the previous generation because then people had okay. shame. Okay. Yeah. No. See, the thing is that there's no more temptation. It's still the same temptation. Sure? Just people refined. Are, See, refined, the devil, yeah, yes, it's, it's just refined. refined. The thing is that the devil is just one old devil that has been from the beginning, the Garden of Eden. It's not another devil that was yeah. then before that is now. It's still the same devil. Mm-hmm. So he still has his patterns. If you read in the Bible, you see how his patterns are. He's using them, but then it's different cultural settings. The yeah. time of the Israelites and the Jews is different from now. So he's just, he's, as the world is growing, he's also refining his ways. Yeah, so now, if, if, right if, if, if they were talking about idolatry and they, they were them, okay, let me say in that cultural setting, idolatry was known as like, let me say, you making a handmade thing. And then you're worshiping it and yeah. not God. In this setting, there's still idolatry. Your phone, social media, yeah. something exactly. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yes, yeah, you're prioritizing ones. exactly. Really? You're worshiping it. So it's not. It doesn't look like you bowing down to it yeah. the way those times they will literally bow down to it. Mm-hmm. But your heart, their hearts were sub um like their hearts submitted to those things before they took the action of their body physically submitting to those things yeah. so this one now you're not physically bowing down to your phone or anything that you're holding highly but then your heart is bowing down to it exactly your priority yes exactly so it's still same thing he's doing but just we are he's like fine. like our own times our own things he's still using his same pattern so that's why the word that was used to rebuke him years ago when Jesus rebuked him, you seize it now to rebuke him and it will rebuke him because it's the same thing he's doing. Like yeah. it is the same word that is powerful the then, yeah. then and now. Yeah. So it's just the temptations are there. And then I feel like the difference is because yes, like you said, this generation is that same. There's no shame or something <laughs> like that. But people then yeah, people do, do a lot of they things. They don't care about what people the, say. The thing, I was watching a sermon yesterday and yeah. it was Pastor Ayo Ajani of the Petra Global Church and he said something. He was like, in this world, there are two, there are, like, in everything that's happening, there's always something back in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's either you're of the kingdom of God or you're not. There's yeah. no in between. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there are people like there's in this world, this world is not operated by like this world is not the kingdom of like the way the world is like is not ruled by the kingdom of God. But then the children of God belong to the kingdom of God and God's plan is to take over the kingdom of the world yeah. to be his kingdom. And so when you see things like let me say people trying to do things by their own strength, he was talking about this world having like there's a pattern of the Babel, the Babel pattern, and then the kingdom of God pattern. And so the Babel pattern tells you that you can just do anything that you want to do 
without the help of God. You can be your own person. You can choose what mm -hmm. you want to be. I can wake up tomorrow and say I am a man and I want to be a man. <laughs> and so I can just do whatever I want to do yeah. without including God. I am my own person. I don't know whether I have a creator. I don't care. I know I can follow some kind of certain rules and I get whatever I want to get. I prosper in this world. Because he said that before, for you to prosper financially or to prosper in this world, you do not need to be a Christian. There are patterns that you need to follow. Yeah. Exactly. You do not need to be a Christian. But as a child of God, you know why you need to, like, you know where your source is from. Yeah. Exactly. So the, this word is telling you not to depend on God. It's telling you to be your own person. It's telling you to do whatever you want to do. So that is what is really pushing our generation. Do what you want to do. Be your own person. Do what you want to stay away. Like, just... Do it. Let nobody should tell you be what free. to do. Be free. and you can be like you can be anything. So there's this question. Okay. Somebody asked on this um, Christian um, influencer on Instagram. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, there's a way the girl dresses that mm -hmm. is. Um, how did the person even put the question that is attracting? The kimchi, the men on it, and yes, she preaches the Bible every time. So mm. I'm like, is there a specific way mm. Christians should act? Is there okay. a specific way that you should be? That if you are doing this already, there's like, oh, see this Christian guy, see what they do. Mm. Like, yeah, see what they do. Okay, for me, I'll say that the way of Christ is one way. There's no two ways about it, and so. Everything that we are meant to do, we are meant to be like Christ. That's why we are Christians. Christians mm. is Christ like that means you're behaving like, like somebody. You think it's exactly. To be like exactly like Christ. Exactly like Christ. That means you're saying <laughs> perfection. Like because Christ, yes, he's, he's perfect. perfect. But yeah. then see the thing is that salvation is a continuous journey. Yes. Exactly. When you receive Christ, you're justified and you're sanctified. You're justified, that means it's by God. God does it by himself. You don't, he doesn't need you. Yeah. His spirit, you now have a right standing with him. You're a righteous man in the eyes of God. And then, like, sanctification, every day you are changed when you read the word of God. The spirit that you have received in you, the spirit is changing your mindset, changing your mindset. That's why Paul said that you do not have to conform to the patterns of the world, but yeah. you renew you your mind. mind. Exactly. That mind is that there is a mind that you already know. Like you're, you yeah. know something that is not what God wants you to know. So mm -hmm. he's changing you. Mm -hmm. So yes, exactly. Every day you're going to be changed. Every day you're going to be changed. So when you are saying that people are acting like you want like people to act a certain way, Christ acted like, let me not say acted, Christ is a way, in, in, a, in a certain way, sorry, and so we are meant to copy him. We are meant to be like him. And when God says this thing, he did not leave us alone to do it by ourselves. We have the spirit of God. By mm. ourselves, we cannot be forgiven. No. We are not forgiving <laughs> people. That's why I never follow the statement when people say, just be a good person. What is a good person? Mm. Only God is good and good is God. There's no such thing as a good person. As far as I'm concerned, everybody's a wicked person in this world. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. Everybody's a wicked person because, like, people try to justify and say that, oh, okay, I'm not wicked. At least I do some things. Like, in the sight of God, if everybody's a good person, then we'll be righteous by our oh, own wow. works. Yeah. We will be able to keep to the standard. But we are not good people. That is why God has to do it by himself, by himself and give it to us as a gift. Yeah. You might think that you are good, but there are some slight, slight things that you'll be... Okay, exactly. No, even outright, like, you know that when I mean wickedness... Exactly. When I mean wickedness, I don't necessarily mean you carrying that to stab your neighbor or poison somebody. Because, exactly. Okay, like, okay, I asked somebody one day, I'm like, okay, if you have like let me say you are opportune to be um to have an office a very big office that you can help people and let me say you have a sister that is not fit for a position and then you have you know somebody that you don't know at all that is fit for a position your sister does not meet up the requirement or anything exactly but this person meets it up would you give to your sister or like the person and the person is like should give to the sister and like that is wrong but like 
we human beings who can be sentimental, be like, oh, it's just it's my sister now. Exactly. But God is just exactly. But God is just. So in the eyes of God, that thing that act you just did now is not good. In your mind, you'll be like, I'm trying to help my sister. Yeah. Like, is that not Lord, a good thing? I mean, you cannot be on. good in your own eyes. The, the good, they say that the goodness of man is like a filthy rag in the eyes of <laughs> God. So, exactly. Too. So, there's nothing. So, we are not, we are not, they see, we are born of the light of Adam. It's very common to Christ that you are now of the second Adam, which is Christ Jesus. So, there is no, oh, I'm a good person. I'm just living good and I'm doing good. And then you're not living in Christ. No, that is just you doing good in your own eyes. Yeah. What if me doing good in my own eyes is me slapping somebody? Like anybody can it define their good now. Good and people can define I their own like that's, good. That's, that's, so if we cannot define our good. That the other generation they can define their good as being mm-hmm. good in the church. Mm-hmm. They can come uh-huh. and, and be in the office money, in church right? and in the office they are always shouting on people and being rude. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you cannot be good. Because I know a yourself. lot of people that are that I know them outside church. Mm-hmm. And I can say, oh, this person is a very wicked person. But in church, <laughs> they're like, oh, the best, um, the king, the connesses, all of that, all of that. Yeah. But this generation, I think. It's it's a lot. It's, there's a lot of transparency. Like we can see, everybody can now see what you mm-hmm. are, what you do, what yeah. you reflect, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And still, mm-hmm. that's set another higher standard for people to judge you, because mm-hmm. I see the good side of all these Christian um, influencers on social media, and mm-hmm. I see the attacks that they get on their lives. So like, oh, see this one. Okay, this um, girl I was following on Instagram. Then okay. she had a boyfriend. I think she lost her boyfriend. Okay. And then she was doing a Q&A one time. I'm sharing. I'm just encouraging people and all of that. And somebody was like, oh, you, they're saying this. You, will you say that you've not fornicated before? Hey, Christian, you're doing that, you're doing this. I'm like, even if she's now coming, she's not saying that she's sinless. Like, she's mm-hmm. a pure, white, holy Mary and all of that. Yeah. She's saying that even if she has done this, like... She's every day trying to work to be a better person. She didn't mm-hmm. say she's like a perfect standard for. Mm-hmm. We, are, we all exactly. have our flaws. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like there's there's no. See, I feel like there's one thing again in Christ Jesus. When you come into your identity in Christ, you know that there's no condemnation. Ah, yes. So you do. You cannot condemn me. You cannot tell me, like, oh, okay, yes. It is good to correct your brother in love when they are doing the wrong things. Yeah. Let me say you have your your Christian friend. Or you see a Christian friend, and then they are doing the wrong thing and then you correct them in love try to bring them back into the right path there's a diff- there's a difference between correction in love and then condemnation oh. that one you just mentioned now of the person mm-hmm. saying those things to her that's like the person trying to condemn her yeah. so it takes somebody who has understood who they are in christ to rebuke that I thing and not even so. answer <laughs> Yeah. I'm not even I'm answer. Not see, see, <laughs> I'm yes, not yes. See, because the thing is that when people start to work with God, and you know how the world sees Christians, they like to want to see Christians as let me say, be all perfect. Yeah. Be in fact, like if you come and match me now, oh, let me tell you, oh, sorry for matching <laughs> me. Like all they those kind of things. Like yeah. exactly, I, I yes. Like they will just like there's a whole lot of expectations and I feel like that expectation also have a trap inside. Yeah. While they're expecting you to be like a certain way, they're also trying to like they're also just trying to mistake. Um, yeah. make you make a mistake <laughs> so that maybe you fall and then they yeah. cannot point a finger yeah, until yeah. you have done I feel something. Like this has happened to me so many times. Finally. But then if you read like the gospels, how Jesus react um interacted with like the Pharisees and the Sadducees like they were always setting traps for him they were always wanting him like you see they'll come and say things like oh but Moses said this Mm. oh but like this is this what about this like they literally send people to go and ask him contradictory Mm. questions so that he will say something offensive or wrong that they can now hold him him. but then he was so the Holy Spirit is so smart the Holy Spirit Mm. is so wise so like he knows what he knows how to make you he will already make you know that these people are trying to make you do something wrong yeah. and mm-hmm. so the best thing is for you to avoid it's for you to avoid and so this thing like um i'm sorry i just remember that i did not answer your question of when you said people like um behaving like christ and 
maybe not looking like mm. so the thing with um christianity is that it's a journey and the more you commune with god the more you commune with the holy spirit that is the more things are falling off of you yeah true exactly See, yeah, exactly yes exactly in my church i learned in foundational school that there is instant sanctification like when you receive christ as your lord and savior you are saved like that's the first one mm -hmm. but then as you leave okay let's say for example you were a thief i'm sorry mm -hmm. but i'm just saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> no no nothing <laughs> okay let's say let's just say for example somebody was a thief and so you now like let me say you are in church and that day is so like the holy spirit and you gave your life to christ that day you receive mm -hmm. christ as your lord and savior and everything when you go back you do not you, your flesh still knows how to steal yeah. <laughs> You still know how to steal. If you see exactly, if you see something, you still be moved to take it. Maybe, in fact, maybe that evening self you still steal. The next day you will steal. The next day you still steal. But then, if you, but then if you, if you rest on the I am a thief and forget the identity you just entered, that's when you will still continue it. But if you acknowledge that, okay, I have this problem of stealing. And now I am someone new. I have received Christ. Mm -hmm. And you consciously walk with him. See, the thing is that we we need, like, the, the, the word of God is so transformative. Mm -hmm. The word of God is so transformative. Like, what you feed yourself, that's what you become, basically. Mm -hmm. So when you constantly feed yourself the word of God, you not only stop stealing because stealing is wrong, but you stop stealing because how am I a child of God and I'm stealing? Mm -hmm. Become conscious of everything. Exactly, like... It's as if like your mind will be changed towards that act that you were doing, and you understand why you should not do it, why he has asked you not to do it, mm -hmm. and like it's just going to not be a and I'm obeying a commandment. It's just going to be like this is who I am. And even like naturally, your body responds to exactly. If you stop doing it, it starts to yeah just exactly. This flesh is so is so loose. And the flesh needs to be contained in Lord. That's why one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control. Yeah. Because the flesh is so loose. Like, your emotions can be so all over the place sometimes. Mm -hmm. You want to do this, you want to do that, all those kind of things. But then, you need this self-constraint by the Holy Spirit. You yeah. you put yourself, you put this flesh together and tell you what to do. Because even in the world, they say that whatever you easily give yourself to, that's what you are a slave to. Yeah. So in this our generation, we just see things loosely. Yeah, people just say, "I can't help it. I slave. Mm. It's part of I slave. It's who I am. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, I slave. So it's 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 the you renewal of your mind. mind yeah. It's the renew renewal of your mind because he said that anything that is raising itself higher than the word of God should be brought down. Mm. So that thing is not a physical thing. Yeah. It is a mindset that you know. It is something that you know because maybe maybe you gave your life to Christ when you were 25. There's something that you have known from 1 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that you have known. There's something you have learned. There's something that you have been taught. Have so exactly, your whole mind has to be changed. Your whole mind has to be renewed so that you start seeing things from a God perspective yeah. and no longer from any perspective that you have learned before. Yeah. Yeah. That is a lot of big words. <laughs> so uh hope our listeners are jotting down things okay <laughs> you, okay your pen and your bio you are jotting these things down because let's be like that comedy if you don't give your life to christ just wait today you must give your life to christ we've been saying this most my people don't want to listen today you must repent your mind must be transformed anywhere you are now put your hand on your chest and say jesus i'm coming into you today amen you must repent by the time we release this episode we want to be seeing your comment on that i gave my life to christ after listening to well just aside i feel like i've been 
guilty of this thing you're just talking about now when you Everybody come into class yeah. you expect that everything will just go yeah. away yeah. Um, i think one thing i struggled with was being mean to people okay i used to be a very mean person i mean i used to fight a lot oh, <laughs> was... wow. <Don't> even... <laughs> Sorry, <what thing. laughs> exactly i was a troublemaker i was a fighter i was mean mm. and i was all of those things but i didn't realize i was Mm-hmm. Because, okay, people don't tell my trust, Jesus Christ. There's this thing the pastor said last Sunday. If you always get what you want, you are always going to get in your own way. Yeah. Because you're always getting what you mm-hmm. want. So then, mm-hmm. it was like, if you if you do this to me, I would always have, like, last year, always, like, insult you and make sure I make it hurt you and all okay, of that. Okay. So when I finally, like, oh, now I realize I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. it didn't just go away. Mm-hmm. I realized anytime I have mm-hmm. argument with people, I must want to see something that will hurt them. Exactly. So one time around last year, I had an argument with a very close friend. I was, we were just arguing, and it was a lot of argument. And the person was like, "You really need to find God in your mind, not just putting it on your Instagram highlights." Oh, Go and find. Ah, and ah, that was. <laughs> is he paying me so much that I had to start crying immediately? I was so I was crying, and I was walking home. People were looking at me like, "Which is this one?" I was so pained. Like it hurts me so much that I got home. I was like, what am I doing wrong in this place? Like, somebody had told me that I have to take it out of my Instagram that I'm not like, I have to mm. find God. You I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is the worst that you can say to me. So I had to like start to reflect on like, God, how do I stop being mm. me? Like, how yeah. do people see me and say, oh, this person is a Christian? Like, I'm around mm. this person. Because yeah. I've seen testimonies like that. Mm. Oh, I started going to church because I see so so and so person. How do you know your life? Yeah, so I'm like, this is how I want my life to be. I don't want people to yeah. look at me and and I thought mm-hmm. once I made that prayer, God is just going to answer it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the beginning of my problem. That was where I said to have people more, more, more followers with people. Yeah. I, 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 I said, God, what is happening? Like, what is happening? So then this day I was just like going through all my old journals and I saw mm. where I wrote something down and it was like the pastor prayed the prayer and said, God stop my smoking habits and god's like that's not how it works you have to wake up every day and say i want to stop i want to yeah. see the cigarette on my table and mm-hmm. not smoke yeah. it yeah. i have to wake up every day and say yeah. i see this exactly. um this, this um, um pornographic content but i'm not going I'm to not watch going it to watch. and all of that so it has to be mm-hmm. you making the decision because god's not going to come down from heaven I'm and do that for you so i'm like oh this is actually the word that i need to work on so yeah. every day mm-hmm. if once my tongue wants to put me in trouble, I will just <laughs> keep quiet. Just keep quiet. Okay. Exactly. No problem. Let me go home and... Mm. But it is hard. You have to be self-aware and not mm-hmm. even a lot of denier to know that, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. see, exactly. I am this thing. Mm-hmm. See, um, I have these flaws. I think that's something I do. I self-reflect and I know, like, mm-hmm. all my flaws. Because when I started to live in my roommate, I started to notice a lot of things about myself, like, mm-hmm. about myself that mm-hmm. I don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, a lot of these things, and I started to wonder how did my mother even put up with me all these years? I have all this, all this small, 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 bad character, like all this, this small, small, small. <laughs> I said, I like to do this my way, my way, my way, my way, mm-hmm. and not like giving attention to what the other person wants to do. Mm-hmm. Even to now, I still struggle with it. Like, even when me and Bessie want to do something, mm-hmm. I have to talk to her first, and then later. Maybe when I'm going to do, I'm like, ah, I don't think they do my own again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I feel like to handle this thing, there's one, there's one good way that to tackle the flesh, like what you're being used to do. The opposite. Yeah. Just do the direct opposite. Like do the opposite of what you are meant to do. So if you are meant to shout or like say the last word mm. to hurt the person, maybe just laugh and go. See, to follow, to follow God, eh, to follow God, eh, you, you to follow like God, and to, yes, exactly. Like Most of the time, you look like a fool, honestly. But just do the opposite. Like, that is the very, like, the very powerful way to, like, just put down and suppress the power of the flesh. Okay, let's say, for example, you see that cigarette on your table and then you don't want to smoke it. Just go and buy maybe with fast sticks and eat. <laughs> See, this is what she said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what she said is so true. I have a friend. Just go and buy with fast sticks and eat. Now. Exactly. I have a friend that would just do the opposite. Smoking. And he said he was going to trick his brain. Yes. And he said every morning you always wake up around mm-hmm. 4 a.m. and smoke out oh. his balcony. Mm-hmm. So what he did this time was he woke up 4 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. and he will wrap 
because the way he used to wrap his weed, mm. he will wrap um Gary okay. inside paper just, and go outside and just stand as if he's smoking and the urges will just disappear. He said to do that every time, every day for like Man, one week. And he noticed that he hasn't smoked. Just, exactly. yeah, and just, just adjust. He was just telling me how to trick doing. your brain. Like you can actually yeah. trick your brain that you're doing that thing and the urges will just like exactly. away for a while. There's 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 nothing that is impossible. There's nothing you cannot stop. There's nothing you cannot change from. Yeah. So there's no place of this is who I am. Mm. The only place of this is who I am is Christ. Christ. Exactly. Because that's the one true identity. So there's like there's a place for change, constant change, constant yeah. growth, yeah. renewal of mind and everything that you can look back and see how much you have changed and how much you have been transformed. So with everything, just outrightly does do the opposite. And there's a scripture that says that the spirit of God agrees with our own spirit that we are sons of God. And so th- that used to help that used to help me see that there's a place for our own submission. Yeah. Yes, we love yeah. God. Because you can love God and not obey him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can love God and love him out loudly and you do not obey him. And so obedience comes in the place of fear. There's when when God when the Holy Spirit taught me this thing was when it had been recorded that Abraham loved God. But then it was never written that Abraham feared God. But when Abraham carried Isaac to go and sacrifice, that is when God said, Now I know that you fear me. Mm-hmm. That is that means there's a place of obedience in that fear that you understand who God is to you, yeah. and so you fear him with that righteous fear, not a fear of he's a wicked person, oh. but the righteous and the loving fear of God because he is king. And so that hope is like our like our own consciousness needs to also submit to the rule of the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God is a gentleman, he won't do anything that you don't want to do, honestly. He won't do anything that you have not given the the rule and the space for him to do. And so, if you want to stop something, first of all, you admit it. Mm. You admit what you are doing to yourself. You see that it is wrong. Mm. And then you now consciously choose to walk every day and stop it. And then you also, in that your effort... And by the spirit of God, because it's not just your effort, you also give yourself grace. I feel like the spirit because there are days you fall. The spirit of God, if it really like disciplines you a lot, a lot. Because a like, lot. The spirit of God is very funny. Like sometimes yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. there are times that I was trying to stop how to procrastinate. I would say I would do this so content. I would do this at work. I would do there. this. I would do this. I would do that. <laughs> and it's too comfortable. I'll be praying. God, God help me to be. In fact, if I go to my room now, eh, I have all these stickers up where I've written all my affirmations and this and this and that. And you just open the scripture that morning to like read one scripture and you see when he's telling you, oh, you slogan. Oh, I'm like, God. Like the Bible will just come and you touch you at where you know that you are going wrong. Exactly. The word of God is sharp. The word said that the word of God is sharper than the two S word. So sometimes the word of God is not there to baby tap you and like to just the word of God is comforting. Yeah. Very comforting. That's too very corrective. Exactly. <laughs> but still, as is it as it is so comforting, it is also very, very convicting. Yeah. Wow, because <laughs> Ah, I can remember when I was reading the book of Proverbs. I say God <laughs> because I feel like I, most of my life I've had people say that, "Oh, you are lazy, you are lazy, you are lazy," all the kind of thing. Like even like in the house, I just wake up very late. <laughs> I just wake up in the morning very late. All those kind of things. So, and then I started to like think that notion just started to come to my head that, oh, okay. But then reading the Word of God started to make me more disciplined in that aspect to stand up and to do things to yeah. want to do things to want to involve myself in things if not me uh, i just want to be you uh, like just there but no the word of god will push you out of out of your comfort zone honestly yeah. and you also give you the power to do whatever it is that you want to do so there's no there is no room for procrastination in the kingdom of god honestly it's a one more thing. You know, lots of people have mm. issues with communicating with God. Mm. Everybody has their own way. So how is it for you? Like communicating with God is something that I really love where I am where I am right now in this aspect and I know that it's going to only get better. Mm. So communicating with God is for you to know that God you carry God. Mm. 
the Holy Spirit dwells in you as a child of God. And so wherever you are, you can speak to your father. Like, even in your anywhere. mind, anywhere, <laughs> you can just talk. You can, sometimes the Holy Spirit just put it in you. You just speak in tongues wherever you are. See, mm. the thing is that working with God and communicating with God, you need to know that there is no shame. So sometimes yeah. you can just leave the crowd and go to a quiet space and just talk to God. Even while you are in a crowd or with people, you can also be talking to God. <laughs> there was one, I think, who did I hear say this? It's like, even when he's talking to people, yeah. he used to, okay, yes, my pastor, Pastor Lawrence, he's mm-hmm. the one that said this. He said that even when, like, he's with people, I think, he said that he's always talking to God, like, in his head, <laughs> like, having conversations with God. God, he said, so, that's the thing. There's no end to having conversations with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. There is no end. And the Holy Spirit is God, the Spirit of God. There's no end. There's no end to the fellowship and communion with him. So it is continuously like, okay, I'm done. Like, if I'm done from this place, I'll say, yes, Holy Spirit, we are done recording this podcast. (laughs) So I'm going back home. And we go back home together because we came here together. (laughs) So it's a thing of having, like, be conscious that he is wherever you are. Whatever time wherever anywhere even while you are asleep anytime god is always there and we can talk to him at all times and so that helps us in the place of prayer yeah exactly helps us in the place of prayer because yes it is very very important that you take out your time alone and you actually fellowship with god you read the word and you pray you pray but then if you if you are out and about you can continue to speak to him and he will speak to you because he's speaking at all times. So there's no end to communicating with God. No end. Before I, before I say something, <laughs> tell me how you communicate with God. Chorister, tell us. Yes. <laughs> you know I told you guys in the See first episode that Betty is a chorister. <laughs> Betty will tell us today. I mean, just like Nian said, it's more like... Don't lie, your Nian is a church member. No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like I'm talking. You like, like, just have that thing and just go and... You have something bothering you and you yeah. just say a few words. I, I there are a couple of times where maybe I've had issues in school or something bad has happened and I'll be like, God help me. That small line, it's mm. really, really powerful. I don't know if Ian yeah. do you have any like do, you just have moments where you just say, God, please help me and that and that. Just, I think God has showed up for me like, so many so many situations. Like, I can even be looking for something very like if you see this thing I'm looking for, it's it's not even like Something that will make someone start praying. Mm. Be like, God, please let me find this thing. Help me find this thing. And then you see that yeah. you find what you're looking for. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I feel like when I'm even talking, I should be like, should be am I not talking to myself? But then, <laughs> <laughs> but then the thing is that he's there. Yeah, he's, listening. He's, he's listening exactly he's listening so I mean, so i feel like he always puts me in that position to remind me that he's yeah, there and he's listening yeah. and i'm not talking to myself and <laughs> so sometimes yeah. i'll be like oh no you had this thing like, yeah. so, <laughs> before we leave i think everybody should share their favorite verse in the bible oh okay <laughs> like that bible that it's your go-to bible like bible verse okay okay so honestly I don't. I know it's in the book of Psalms. Yeah. I have a whole lot of favorite verses. In fact, I there's one that is always in your head. Hey. Yes, there's one that's always that's in my head. And and and, <laughs> and this one and this one is not even something that um I. It's just something that sometimes just comes to me, and then yeah. it gives me so much peace and yes, comfort. Yes. Is your word is a lamp to my feet it's and a light to my path. Yeah. Like I don't know. This word is always. Like, I did not even consciously decide to know this word. Yeah. But then, this is just the word that is always, in your heart. always in my heart and always speaking to me. And I like to, con- I like to tell myself, I like to say this to myself that in Christ I live, in Christ I move, in Christ I, I breathe, and I have my being. I am one with the Father. I am one with the Son. I am, I am one with the Holy Spirit. So, I think my favorite verse is Exodus fourteen fourteen. Before then, it used to be my mom's prayer class. Mm-hmm. Then it became mine because I just feel like anytime I just I'm in a very yeah. hey God, there's a time I found myself in a very mysterious depth. <laughs> I don't know how. It was just and it was a lot. So I'm like God, you know I didn't intentionally like do this, but then it has put me in, in a lot of discomfort. Mm-hmm. And then the word just came like. 
he fights for me and I hold my peace. I'm like, hey. Mm. And I just like <laughs> slept off that day. Somebody I haven't spoken to in a very long time. Like I used to grow up and I hear Miracle. And I said, Miracle never happened to me before. So I don't believe it happened. It happened to me. <laughs> and <laughs> Honestly, there's a place of that doubt, but every, every time it comes true. This doubt. And I'm just like, I just, uh, the person just texted me. Like, what do you, I didn't want to reply at first, but I'm like, let me just reply a long time. We just chatted for like a while. And the person like, oh, send your account number. Let me just, uh, I say, maybe I'll just expect 5K or 10K. And it was the exact money okay. i had for that i said jesus i just jump over and i said the shout but everyone like are you okay like no you don't understand you don't just understand like even till now i just tell myself that i'm like come on and then this lady dropped a song mm, ty Bello. Yeah. that is my favorite oh, song yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah, morning yeah. That's, that's the song i'm like god oh, i'm god. going to school i'm listening to just it i'm thinking about about it, it. Like, <laughs> ah. no 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 oh. betty your verse tell us you're going to spy in your phone <laughs> my god carista betty i'm going to remind you hey there's room to remind yourself okay, okay remind, remind yourself god girl jesus baby can you, can you just allow me? I'm allowing you. Tell us your verse. Let me breathe. <laughs> Let me breathe. <laughs> and if you see when Betty's singing, ah, it's what? a video I watch of allow Betty when she was singing. <laughs> I was in the spirit. I said, God, is this my Betty that yeah, I know? She carries the spirit of yeah, God. Yeah, she is. She does. She does. So she does. she'll always sing and put you to move in the spirit of Hallelujah. God. Amen. <laughs> you must give your life to Christ today. <laughs> so, this verse. I don't know if I should say it's my favorite, though, but... Anytime I read it's Romans 12, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, mind. that you may prove what is, is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hmm. Now, the reason why I mostly like think of this verse sometimes is that I've experienced some stuff where, um, you know, when you put so much hope in someone, like yeah. you, you, you expect like high stuff from the person, like you don't even think. That mm. like, oh my, this person will ever do anything. Disappoint you. Yeah. And then, and something happened one time in my life where someone I put did something where someone I, I put up high there did something really, really you bad. You served breakfast. And I'm not talking about who's breakfast. Someone <laughs> did something. Someone that it, 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 it hurt it, you. It pained you. Let me just say, God did something. And yeah. When I found out about this thing, and it's not something that I was told, you yeah. know, when you actually like see these experiences, you actually see stuff, and you're like, ah, this is the least thing I expected from this kind of person. So I keep saying this in my head, I'm like, okay, do not confirm, do not confirm, like this world, all of us, like we're not perfect, so like yeah. elastic, we're not perfect. Just read your Bible, just follow His word, just do His will, and be on your own, just. Do this stuff for yourself. Don't just follow because the don't standard follow because somebody it. is doing it. Or maybe when the person's person's uh, when the person falls and you're like, ah, I beg, I know they follow this God thing again. Mm. So yeah, yeah it's more like a, yeah, not the yeah, pastor, not, not the yeah. not the anybody. <laughs> your pastor is also. <laughs> I think I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've said enough for you people to give your life to Christ. This thing I'm saying, people think that is joke. Give your life to Christ, hey, guys. Give, give your life one. to Christ. Just say, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Yes. Let's see this now. I think that's all for today, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. And our very first guest. Do you have anything? Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. You're Thank you, Ihoma. Thank you, Betsy. I've enjoyed my time here yeah, on All Laughs and Talks, on, Podcast. And Talks Podcast. Yes, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys. Mm, that was awesome.